Warning, this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature and some coarse language. What you're about to hear may shock, surprise, and titillate. Be advised that some listeners may find today's episode triggering. Listen out for the aruga and my interruption for the safe point to stop listening. You're about to journey through a novel of nymphomania, an opus of orgasms, a prospectus of passion, a quota of quickening pulses, a register of romance, a survey... Okay, you have to stop because I can't bear it anymore! <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that one before either! Know, that was, that wow. works really well! Oh, fanning myself! Oh, there we go. <laughs> I like register of romance! <laughs> I enjoyed quota of quickening pulses! Mm. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, opening the dictionary in three, two, one, boop! Welcome back, everybody. It's been another season break, um, and it's, of course, time for the Dictionary Game. <gasps> yes! Yes! Uh, so, the Dictionary Game, for those who are just joining us at episode N, why would you do that? But anyway, I'll just describe <laughs> it quickly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just and I get five minutes to tell eight stories mm-hmm. about the letter N. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily related to today's theme, but it might be. And yes, if we don't finish in time, you'll hear an aruga and uh, the little bit of warning music just beforehand, just for us uh, to speed the hell up if we haven't done so. Um, then we won't, you won't hear the end of it if I we know. don't finish. So we need to be yeah. super fast. We need to be super fast. But uh, 13 episodes down, episode 14. We've, we've never, never failed. failed. <laughs> so okay. We get cocky about that and cockier and cockier as we... Uh, we progress exactly it's longer and longer absolutely yeah um anyway is it is it me to start it is you to start all right go Okay, N is for Nine Men's Morris. Mm. So Nine Men's Morris is a strategy game <laughs> involving um, uh, getting rows of three and taking other people's pieces okay, yeah. and that kind of thing. Right, Got okay. It. So um, my ex was very good at this game. He taught it to me and um, he always beat me and it was really frustrating because <laughs> I pride myself of being good at strategy Absolutely, games. Yes. And it was really frustrating. Um, and anyway, he was like, oh my God, we should play a strip version of this and I would mm. definitely win. And I was like, no, because you'd be too distracted. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, you'd be too distracted. So I was like, let's do it right now. So we were in this like <laughs> coffee shop in central London. So we like got on the tube, went home, went back to mine, sat on the bed, set it all up. Anyway, within like a few seconds, I had like, uh, had to take my first item of clothing off. And it was so frustrating because, um, as I was thinking of like, I just, I just like, I wanted to win. I was feeling so competitive and I was yeah. so annoyed that he was winning, <laughs> but also I was so turned on. Uh. And Oh, it was it was great. It was yeah. great. Like sexually. Oh, yeah, so I know good. strip games actually I can't concentrate. I just oh, I lose. And also I kind of want to lose because I kind of I enjoy it. And it's actually the, the kind of thing of being feeling um so competitive and yes. also uh it was yes. good. Oh gosh, go, right. Go, go. Okay. Uh, so um N is for uh Oh no. I've done this before. <laughs> no. N is for no fats, no femmes. So um there's this awful um uh, thing on grinder, so um, where you have effectively you get like a load of people who um, like, like masculine kind of guys yeah. who, um, who put this on their profiles anyway I once mm. got invited over um, by a guy who had obviously only seen like torso shots of me and right, okay. probably when I was obviously looking at my best and pulling my like tightening my abs right. and making sure I looked as like muscly as possible yeah yeah um, and anyway I got there and he um, we were kind of st- we started doing a, c- a couple of things we were like kissing and, mm-hmm. and he was like he, he, qu- quite quickly he was like no you're too like you're too like feminine and you're oh, too wow. like you're not like as muscly as I thought you were so get out kind of thing um, so yeah 
God. Nice, I know. Yeah. Charming. Some, yeah, charming. Absolutely. Um N is for negging. Um so negging is basically when you uh get insult someone and then compliment them um in the hopes of getting them to want to sleep with you. Okay. Yes, so absolutely. um uh so there are two times that I can confidently say I've been negged. Okay. I don't know if they deliberately meant to do it, but they did. It happens, <laughs> it happened. It happens. So the first time was um during the fringe, I was really in love with this guy. I went round to his house and I was wearing this dress that I really liked and it was all sort of like patchwork and <laughs> colourful. And yeah. he was like, Are you wearing a curtain? And I was like, Oh lovely. What? And then he was like Oh, you're still really pretty. <laughs> and then I was like, right. oh, you think I'm pretty? And then the second time was pretty much the same. Different guy was in love with at the fringe. And he was like, oh, God, you're re- are you really tired? And I was like, yeah, how do you know? And he was like, you've got massive rings under your eyes. Wow. Um, and I was just like, oh. And he was like, still pretty though. Still pretty though. Isn't it, though, isn't it oh. amazing how much you just, you de- you're so desperate for that little bit so of desperate for praise it. afterwards. It I works. know. It's it works. It works. works. I know. Anyway. Um, N is for not from here. So, um... I sucked a guy off once. It was mm-hmm. a hookup, so we hadn't really spoken uh, to each other beforehand. And then afterwards, he was like, "Where are you from?" I hate that question anyway because mm. you're like, "What right do you have to ask that question?" Yeah, exactly. and it's so like vague. And what do you mean by it? But anyway, yeah. um, and usually very racist. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so and I was like, uh, "London," mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, that's funny." I was expecting an accent to come out of your mouth, and I was like, <sighs> "Okay." Yeah. Right. I don't know what to do with that. It's just such an irrelevant thing such an irrelevant to comment. say. Like, yeah. like, even if you were expecting that, why do you feel the need to I know. say that? Like, anyway, yeah, go. God, anyway, so N is for nymph. So okay. I went through a phase of my life where I was like slightly um, terrified that I was like, slightly worried that I was like not real. I don't know. I was, like, um, <laughs> I was maybe like a fictional character or something. Anyway, I don't know. Um, but uh, I was. I asked a guy I was dating. I was like, "Do you ever feel like I'm not real?" And he was like, <laughs> "Kind of. I sometimes think that you're. <laughs> I sometimes think you're a nymph." Okay, brilliant. And it was one of the nicest things anyone's ever said it to me, really and I was nice happy for the rest say. of the day. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> oh god, we're like so running out of time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and it's for natural. It's mm-hmm. like the great outdoors. Um, I once had sex uh, in uh, a topper. High uh, place called North Seat in Hastings, and oh, very windy, lots of grass, and lovely. sort of secret, secluded areas yes. to have sex. And anyway, yeah, I woke up the next morning covered in um, mosquito bites <gasps> on my ass. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, was it worth it? Uh, I don't know. Do it. Sure. Maybe. Right. <laughs> okay, and it's for Nightmail. Um, and my my partner and I got together because we both love the poem Nightmail. I was quoting it, and he was like, "Oh my god, you're amazing!" And then we kissed. Um, so basically, thank you, W. H. Jordan, for. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. okay, so um, N is for narrator. Yes. Um, so I once, uh, got, you know, I've mentioned on this podcast before that I like bondage and being tied up and yes. having being edged, which is this thing where you basically get taken to the edge of orgasm lots of times. Kind of, uh, sexy torture. Yeah. And um, anyway, so the guy who edged me at uh, that time uh, was uh, describing everything that he was doing. And so it kind of was very exciting and erotic. And I'm not sure how I feel about it to this day, like whether I want that or whether I don't want that, because it's a bit like movie like but it was very erotic it was like yeah Yeah, that's really interesting it's a bit like phone sex but like it's actually happening yes exactly Oh, perfect. Bang on. Bang on. <laughs> we do bang on a bit in that, to be honest. It's up to the beginning. La 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 Welcome to this episode of an A to Z of Sex with Men, where I, Raphael, and I, Jacinta, explore the intricacies of all types of sexual interactions with those people we call collectively cisgendered males. Based on personal experience and extensive research, from anal sex to zipless fucks, respecting every boundary, and learning to say no.
So to kick this episode off, yes. I instead of doing some research, extensive research, yes. I've kind of drawn on my personal experience. Okay, so wh- uh, so what is today's um, episode today's ep- brought brought to us by? Very good, very good, <laughs> very good question. Um, so today's episode, obviously the letter N. Yes. Um, it's brought to us by the word no. <gasps> N is for no. N is for no. The simple, mm-hmm. a simple word in many ways. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to just. Go off into a little bit of um, a bit of a, a, a bit of a monologue. Oh, lovely! I, lo- bit, I, bit monologue. I love a monologue. Boris Johnson about it. Um, bit <laughs> please, of a monologue. Please go to Boris Johnson about <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I'm also not going to do the accent no. anymore than is necessary. Um, okay. Which was zero seconds. Um, anyway, right here we go. So when I think about the word no, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is toddlers learning mm. to speak. Many sitcoms reference this tendency of a young child to find it funny to abuse this word no. Mm. Um, and I always remember this scene from Friends where Ross uh, is explaining how troublesome his son is uh, or has been to his ex-wife, Carol, who comes to pick up the son. <laughs> and he says, I asked if he wanted to eat. He said no. I asked if he wanted to sleep. He said no. I asked what he wanted to do. He said no. So he's sweeping. But somehow, after this fad of saying no just because we enjoy being these obstructive little three-foot-high pains in the ass, we slowly stop being able to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, loads of us are really shit at it, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and, for example, I hate milk in my tea. I'm lactose intolerant, uh, but even if that weren't the case, milky tea is a disgusting <laughs> curiosity, which, to me, it feels like people could only drink it because like, maybe their parents were nostalgic for colonialism and post-war rationing, and now it's stuck as our rancid national beverage. <laughs> saying so i can't say no to it it's one of the simplest cheapest things someone can offer you and if someone gets my tea order wrong black 90 seconds in the water and out and if i'm somewhere fancy i might even tinker with a slice of lemon i don't take it back i don't say can i can just do this again i sit there and drink it like a punishment (laughs) and there's a parallel between tea and sex and it became a really great online meme about the inability to say no and withdrawal of consent. Mm -hmm. For example, I might want a cup of tea, but I might change my mind or not want to finish the tea. The same is true of sex. But for some people, this is completely impossible to grasp. We should be grateful. After all, what monster doesn't want to finish their tea? Better throw the tea in my face than waste it, right? I mean, better to fuck me even harder than waste that erection. There's that other thing that uh, tea and erections have in common. They're both cheap. <laughs> That's really good. That's so true. <laughs> oh my god, I identify so much with loads of that. <laughs> so I also hate milky tea. Yeah. I think it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same the number of times. Gross. I was like, Do you want a cup of tea? And I've been like, Yeah, I'd love a cup of tea. And I forget that most people just put milk in as a matter of course. Like the weird thing is not having milk. Yes people don't think you need to ask exactly. and then I get handed this milky cup of ugh, and um, <laughs> that's exactly right yeah <laughs> and I'm just like oh thank you and then um, and then I just hold it <laughs> and occasionally like lift it to my mouth and just not do anything and then as soon as they like go to the toilet or go and get something I just run to the sink <laughs> and pour it really quietly down oh, the drain and then just that's like, so clever that's so clever like... but again I can't say oh I'm so sorry I actually didn't want milk yeah I have to just like be like thank you. Yes. And then I can't let them know no, I'm not going to drink no, no, it. No, no, like no. 
That's it. So um, I, I once did, um, I trained as a funeral celebrant and I was yeah. once around um, this mourner's house uh, as part of my training to kind of understand how you talk to people who are in mourning about and, and sort of um, help them craft the ceremony with mm-hmm. them. And uh, so while I was there, obviously I was with another celebrant who was fully trained and, and, and there was the person who was the daughter of the, of the, of the woman who died mm-hmm. and she offered me a cup of tea. Yeah. And I said, oh, sure, thank you very much. And I said, no milk. And she, of course, what happens? Yeah. But this big bowl of a cup of tea arrives in front of me and I can't. And of course, in this situation... And it's full of milk. It's, milky, it's full right? of milk. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. In this situation, I can't... I can't... She's And it's a small It's a small kitchen. Yeah, yeah. She, that no one's going anywhere. Oh, my um, God. I can't just get rid of it. And it's um, it was so difficult. It was obviously, I had to drink it. Ugh. So I just have to sit there and just... oh. You know, oh. and you can't because like, this person was in mourning. I couldn't very well say, "Yeah, yeah." Can you make this again for me? Yeah, no, no matter exactly, how yeah. like you know inexpensive making tea oh, is. Easy it is, yeah, no, exactly. The other yeah. thing, I, you're right. Like the other thing, I quite like the heat from the cup of tea anyway. Yeah, so holding it, it. holding it, like feels like yeah. you're getting something out of it. Anyway, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no. god. but that but it is such a good analogy, isn't it? Because it's yes. such a small thing, exactly, um, and it's such an ultimately unimportant thing. But we just just can't can't say no. Yeah, can't say no. Um, yeah. Also, I, I just thought it's, it is interesting about the thing of toddlers saying no and saying and and I experience this working with children. There's a lot of like, oh, can you just write your do your English? And they're like, yeah. no. And it's like I I have a, a genuine difficulty with this because I'm like I don't I don't want you to feel like your no is not important yes. or effective. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to do it. Yes. Yeah. And it is actually uh, learning the difference between. No, because I'm genuinely uncomfortable with it, mm. and no, because I'm just, I just don't, I just can't be bothered. Like I don't know. It's it's it, in a teaching situation. Yeah. I think it's slightly different. I think um, you know, if a child is particularly saying no because they they might be uncomfortable with doing the work because they don't like it, and mm-hmm. they and the reason they don't like it is because they are scared of failing or they're scared of that they, they you know they they find it challenging or too difficult and they don't want to. It's more, mm-hmm. You know. And that is often the case, and that's why they're not interested sometimes. And in that case, yeah, um, there's, there has to be another way of yeah. you know, addressing the fear of failure and addressing other things to help the no yeah. dissolve. Whereas other times, you're right, like the no shouldn't be pushed, and exactly, like, it's yeah, difficult. yeah, um, but yeah. There's, it's it's a very complex subject, and I think mm-hmm. that's a good illustration of of or a good microcosm of why uh, no in this world that we're about to talk about it's is so particularly challenging challenging yeah exactly um, hello listeners this is jacinta just interrupting your listening to tell you that this is the point of no return in our show beyond which there are just too many content warnings to list in our synopsis if you choose to stop here we hope you'll join us again next time otherwise we hope you enjoy the rest of this week's episode on the word no Boop. so jacinta what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the word no really fucking difficult mm, yes. i agree yes. yes um i hate saying it i hate hearing it i don't know how to deal with it when mm. whenever i need to say no i think of like many 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 different words and phrases which are not the word no right uh, like um oh and maybe another time or oh i i don't know if i feel super comfortable yeah, with that yeah. or oh interesting idea yeah. <laughs> you know and and actually saying it's horrible and equally if, if i'm like hey do you want to do this thing and a person is like no then that feels blunt and rude yeah. to me and i and i respect them for saying it and i know like logically it's good but 
it still has that it feels harsh yes i know what you mean yeah yeah and it is uh it is really difficult it's a really really freaking difficult word <laughs> really difficult. I, I don't think um i don't think i've really been able to say no unless there have been times recently but usually it's when i'm so uncomfortable and mm-hmm. i'm so past the point of being polite mm-hmm. that people or perhaps people are ignoring my polite gestures mm-hmm. so there's this whole thing about you know language is a bit of a game isn't it you're kind mm-hmm. of playing with the language to most in the most smooth way possible indicating and 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 sort of suggest what you're feeling, what you want to do, what the, yeah. you know, what the next th- steps are yeah. to the person that you're talking to. Yeah. And if they're just not getting it, there's a time, you know, you, you become more and more blunt. Yeah. And then no is almost, I feel like there's nothing after no. Yeah. No, no like the yeah. last word. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, a last resort, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, once you've tried everything else. And I think, so, I, okay, there's things, lots of reasons it's so difficult. Um, I think there's definitely I think culturally it's difficult um in Britain we have so many words like words to skirt around a topic and also right from a very young age and this goes back a little bit to you know toddlers having no problem with saying it but then gradually gradually we find it harder and harder to say it's like right from a young age we're we're taught to not say no and we're taught to appease people yes so it's things like oh give your auntie karen a kiss give your uncle a hug um you know and and right from then we're taught our that our boundaries are less important than somebody else's feelings yeah and I think that directly links to when you're older, being like, oh, I guess just a hug or a kiss or a, or letting them put their fingers in me or, yeah. you know, yeah, or yeah. stroking their penis, you know, like, yeah. I'm sure that's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's just a small thing. It's just a to, little to thing. Me, it's not as much as it is, obviously matters to them. Obviously matters to them since they're making such a big deal about it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. We're not taught sort of roots, easy roots to know. And we're not taught no. sort of, because I think it... It is. It's such a short word. Yeah. And I think in most languages, it's, it sounds you know quite punchy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. French is oui, non. non. Um, it's not oui. That's the opposite. German, like non. ja, nine. Nine. Yeah, that's Very it. Harsh. Yeah. Um, only actually in Japanese would I say that probably no is quite is softer. It's Interesting. Like, What's that? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's which feels very back in the throat. Yeah. So even there, like yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, they go mm as well. Much okay, like we do. that's we go, yeah, yeah, mm-mm. yeah. It is it's sort of quite a yes, short, fairly harsh sounding. Yeah. And and actually, like just as a word, it's easy to say. Yeah. Like the sound is easy. Yes. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. But I know conceptually, I know. really hard. <laughs> I know. Well, I think it sort of leads me onto my word, yes. which was abruptness. Because mm-hmm. as I say, it's really short, it's punchy, mm-hmm. it's plosive. But um, punchy, it's a punchy yeah, word. Yeah, I kept thinking plosive. I know, I was like, it's Wait, not, it's not it's plosive. Not. <laughs> no. um, yeah. But it always feels like you are disappointing somebody. It always feels mm-hmm. overly harsh. Mm-hmm. It always feels like you are rejecting somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, or someone, someone's idea or something. And in a way, you are. Yeah. Because you don't want that thing. It is a rejection. Mm-hmm. It is saying no. But because we are sensitive to rejection, perhaps... We find saying the word no yes. too difficult because you don't want to put someone in the same position that you have been put in before yourself. Yeah. Yep. You know that you, when you've wanted something and you've been refused it, mm-hmm. that can hurt. And um, particularly when you were a child, and a lot of the time, like a lot of this comes from always mm-hmm. from like being a kid. I find I always have to find alternative wording um, or just avoid saying it. Yeah. I just find a way out, like yeah. you said. Like I just, anything just to not say the word yeah. no, it will be like, oh, um, I've got to go somewhere at seven, so Big I one. can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Or like, um, 
I've got loads oh, of work going, to well, do. Well, work. Or t- I've got to get up early tomorrow. Or um, yeah. I've got, I'm, I'm just, I'm just really tired today. Or yeah. I'm not feeling so well today. Or, you know, uh, anything. Literally none of those phrases involve the word no. No, they all just, none like, of them. They just... And they are excusing. They're like mm-hmm. saying, I'm sorry. They're apologies. Yeah. Like the reason I can't do this is because of this inconvenient other thing. Yeah. Not because I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And and there's nothing. And and going back to sex, there is nothing like that shuts sex down mm-hmm. faster than the word no. I think. Yeah. Um, short of like, um, yeah. I, I mean, verbally speaking, obviously, I think that's yeah. things that would shut it down faster. But like, no mm-hmm. feels very like. Yeah. I mean, if it, the thing is, I think there's another aspect as well of like saying no and then fearing that that won't be acknowledged yeah, by yeah. the other person That's true. so i suppose there's that as well but yeah it does feel like i i feel like if somebody else is in like a sexy mood and then i just go no then i'm like i feel bad yeah i feel yeah, like yeah, i'm yeah. dampening their yeah pleasure i know sure again mm-hmm. bringing up my long di- long distance long-term relationship with my husband again yes keeps on what i do <laughs> but just just with just as with anybody right mm-hmm. this isn't unique to any situation i've ever been in you, sometimes you don't one of you doesn't wants to do it and the other one doesn't right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you you come up with a language you come up with a way of saying i don't feel like it right now yeah and it's a very careful construction because someone is obviously wants to mm-hmm. but the other one is a bit more like oh well Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's never no. It's always mm-hmm. careful. And yeah. I think that's in a in a respectful environment mm-hmm. between two consenting adults who love yeah. each other. There's a there's a different because you you respect each other and, mm-hmm. and you ha- and you know that you don't even have to you don't even have to go near the word no. Yeah, you can yeah. you can already yeah. tell that somebody's not really feeling it. You see, this is and it. You, you go this away is from it, it. and you will respect each other's boundaries precisely. without having to state yes. This is the wall. Yeah. There's a wall here. There's a wall. Don't yeah. cross this wall. <laughs> you will hurt yourself. <laughs> With your bulldozer. And you'll hurt me. And you'll hurt me. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I guess we're on to stories. On to stories. Yeah. Okay. Okay, during the whole Me Too era, yes. um, some uh, allegations came out um, about a person that I knew mm-hmm. who had also done similar things to me. And I was so moved by the fact that these women had told their experiences yes, yeah. and um and then i felt like i had to talk about mine mm-hmm. so i posted a whole facebook thing about it so i'm just gonna read it yeah if that's okay please do because i started to write notes on it and i was like wait i've already written this <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm just gonna read it and because it was obviously very heartfelt at the time um i've obviously changed his name to x yes, good and yes. the um and the publication he worked for um i've changed the name of that as well so sure okay sure. I have just found out that X has been accused of sexual assault on Twitter and has subsequently been sacked from Y magazine and has suspended his social media accounts. Uh, I want to here express my love, gratitude and respect for the women who have publicly come forward with these allegations. Just over a year ago, I would genuinely have counted X as one of my friends. Then he came round to my house for lunch one day and after discussing at length the musical he was writing um, and offering him encouragement and advice, he tried to kiss me. I told him I didn't want him to, and from that point he repeatedly and forcefully tried to kiss me and touch me. I kept telling him to stop and pushing him away until he eventually got the message and did stop. I explained that if we had sex I wouldn't want to be doing it, I'd only be doing it because giving in was easier than repeatedly saying no. I told him that a year ago I probably would have gone along with it because I wouldn't have had the strength of will and confidence to say no. He said, I wish I'd tried this a year ago. (sighs) 
He never said sorry, just acted moody and huffy like a child who hasn't got his own way and made me feel like the whole situation was my fault for having led him to believe that letting him come to lunch to talk about his musical was going to be a sexual thing. Mm. I was really shaken by it, but I brushed it off and only ever told a few close friends. X carried on writing his articles and I even liked them sometimes. I knew I never wanted to see him again, but couldn't bring myself to think of him as really a bad guy. After all, he was funny and interesting and, you know, maybe I had led him on. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart to all the women who have come forward with their stories about how he assaulted them. It was given, um, it has given me the strength to stop doubting myself. Remember, if someone ever coerces you into doing something with them that you don't want to do, you're almost certainly not the only one they've done this to, and it is absolutely never your fault. So, yeah. Thank that you for reading it. that. Yeah. No, you're welcome. Thank you for, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you all. Um, no, I think, uh, the reason, like, I never really thought of it as a big thing, or I kind of stopped myself from thinking it was a big thing until yeah. until Me Too and these other allegations, like, allowed me to see it for what it was, sure. it was because it felt so little in comparison to other things that have happened. Mm. But actually, in many ways, it was worse because I had said no. Yeah. And in a lot of other experiences where I've been coerced into having sex or doing something sexual with someone, I'd felt like I couldn't say no. But with him, I viewed him as a friend. So I was like, okay, mm. there was a misunderstanding in the situation. Fine. Mm. Like, I'm surprised, but I'm not, you know, I, we can move on from that. But, like, it's fine to think, it's fine to, like, try to kiss someone and be rebuffed, okay? Yeah. But, like, to then not hear my no and not respect my no and then actively say that you wish you'd tried yeah. when I wouldn't have been able to say no. And then to just be really, he was so moody. Mm. And I think that mm. was the thing. I was like, you, you're just, I was like, there's no point in you being here if you're just going to sit here being moody. Like, yeah. it's just because you haven't got what you wanted. And I think that's the thing. It's like, you don't get what you want. So you, you turn all petulant and, and it's like. And behave like a toddler. And behave like a toddler, yeah. literally. And it's like, I, I don't know. So it was just, it was just, yeah. And someone that you thought was a friend, I think. Yeah. Like, if you're some random guy in a club, ultimately, you being in my life or not isn't isn't an issue yeah of course yeah, but like yeah. someone who actually i well have you built some trust up a little bit right yeah, yeah exactly so i think that was the thing is like the thing that was so traumatizing about it was that i felt like he was actually someone i could say no to yeah sure and then i couldn't you know so lots of things come to mind obviously um but the first one was how we we've talked already about how um primarily the word no is so powerful and has mm -hmm. that um kind of last resort feel to mm -hmm. it um, and then I think one of the things that's so traumatic about when a no is ignored is that it feels that it disempowers that last resort. It dis it it mm -hmm. makes you feel like you've got nothing left after that. Yeah. Short of physically doing this, and and we mm -hmm. already know that the, one of the reasons that this is a problem, particularly for women over men, mm -hmm. and and some some men like me who are physically not as strong yeah. and. Um, Anyway, I tend to prefer men who are stronger than mm -hmm, me, and therefore mm -hmm. put myself in the same in a similar position. Mm -hmm. um, is that uh, y you 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 know that you can't, you won't win a physical battle? Yeah, yeah. And so therefore, no. And the intellectual battle is really the only battle to be had. And yeah. If no is not happening or working, mm -hmm. then it's absolutely terrifying. My um my voice has moved. Uh, you know that feeling of it's the lump, lump in my throat yeah. slightly. Yeah, I, yeah. I really, really recognise a lot of this. I think I've told a story on this podcast already mm -hmm. about um, two things that resonated different guys, but um, actually mm, 
So the moody and huffi- moodiness and huffiness, mm-hmm. multiple occasions of that yep. happening where I've uh, said, uh, I've said no thank you to somebody or mm-hmm. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, once was very like particularly i remember shouting no like wow. because it didn't it didn't go in yeah 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 and it's wow. I, I, I also you said he didn't hear it he didn't hear the no yeah yeah and i really part of me is like yes that's exactly it and part mm-hmm. of me that is also like no that's not it do you know what i mean so like part of it is like yes that's absolutely what happens mm-hmm. it's like it goes in the brain something happens and it's just completely ignored because everything else is too strong and busy mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. person's brain that they're so desperate for you or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that they ignore the no mm-hmm. the other side of it is well how of course they fucking heard it they've what's yeah. they, what, what's something what the fuck is wrong with you yeah you've got ears yeah you're big oaf yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i mean yeah no, um, they heard it, but they, they think it. no doesn't mean no. Yeah. And that's actually, yeah. that's another thing in like media and books and, and just, you know, we just like, oh, no, no means yes, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Or no means yes, but not yet. Or, you know, that's such a lingering mindset, which is so damaging yeah. because it means people can't hear no. I know. So I know. if people don't hear no, what else do you have to say? What can you, you say? Have you have anything. Yeah. You can't say anything. You just can, you just like you say, you, you literally can just intellectually explain. Exactly. Just, That's all you've got. And if they're already prepared to not hear no, it's very likely that they're happy to talk you out of that as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then the other thing was that you said, you, t- you admitted to him, you, mm-hmm. again, you were still almost, there was a point at which he'd, he'd gone past the nose, mm-hmm. but you were still like, oh, look, I need to kind of explain this to you. Yeah. And you said to him, you know, a year ago, I probably would have gone along with it. Mm-hmm. And he said, ah. Oh, I wish I tried this year. Yeah. That made me feel yeah. a mix of like, I want to go cut a bitch. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I don't know. Cause yeah. it's just, you don't have the right. That's if the, uh, what joke, it's not a joke. I know. Like, I know. And, and then that was the bit where I was like, I, and I was still like through this whole encounter, I was still like, you're my friend. Yeah. And I was just like, so yeah. I can explain this to yeah. you. Like you can understand this. Yeah. And, and it was like, and, and it, and it was just that thing of like, oh damn, if only I tried a year ago, like, oh, I would have got sex if I tried it a year ago. Yeah. Like, and, and then actually at the very end when, you know, I said goodbye to him, he was like, oh, let me know if you change your mind. And it was kind of like, I don't want to be your friend unless you change your mind about having sex with me. No. And it, it was just to think that you, that you, it's a whole dehumanizing thing. Like yeah. you literally are just a body to have sex yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. And someone to talk about your creative projects with. Apparently, yeah. Um, Struck his ego, among other things. Exactly. So I think that the one thing I wanted to say on it, I, I did say here like, oh, you know, I didn't think he was a bad guy or whatever. Suggesting that I now think he is a bad guy. But I don't. I think he's, an entitled guy yeah. who has never not got his own way and has never learnt to hear no and has never learnt to deal with not getting his own way. And I I just Is that want not to, a bad guy? Well I just want to differentiate between the word bad, which suggests that you can't be a better person, I suppose. Maybe. And the concept of entitlement. And I think entitlement can lead you to do bad things and uh, that's definitely true yeah i think it's kind of more entitlement than just being a bad person and i just want to say i, I think if i think if you are a person who has ignored people's nose or you know aggressively coerced people you can you can become better but you just have to acknowledge you've done it and you really need to fucking work at not doing it right but then in order to so in order for him to not be for us to not label him as a bad person he has to make that take that step 
Yes. And we don't know that he's taken that step. No. Okay, fine. So, right so, so my, he, may be, he may be a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> but, but okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. I need a moment after that. It's yeah. very... Uh, I mean, listeners, I'm, apologies if you're triggered as well. We, mm-hmm. I mean, both of us have this experience, uh, similar experiences, and I and I'm already, I already feel uh, that there's a lot of uh, common ground, mm-hmm. which I'm, I feel quite, yeah, quite emotional around about yeah. as well. Um, yeah, and 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 yeah, I, I thank you for sharing. No, that thank you. Yeah, the... I think, like you say, it's it, it is really fucking triggering, and it yes. is it is making us emotional. Yeah, but it's just so important to talk about and it to is. share it because you know it's it's really common and yeah. it's happening, and yeah. and this is stuff we need to work on, yeah. all of us. Like, and this yeah. is a safe this this is a safe space to do that. And yeah. we the whole the whole problem I think comes around in large part because obviously in in part we don't educate our our boys mm-hmm. um properly but also we as a society don't support each other and don't take collective responsibility yeah. for each other and in so, and, and what we need to do for that is talk about about this and mm-hmm. this this very story i think encapsulates a lot of what we wanted to do in with this podcast yeah. So in a way, it comes at the, the middle of the alphabet as a nice sort of yeah. center point. Let's get um, to the crux. Because we need to we need to talk about this sort of mm-hmm. stuff, and we need to have uh, supportive people around us. Mm-hmm. Who um, I remember last no, not last time. Uh, it was in J. You talked about what was it called? Jobs. A comforter. jobs comforter. Yes. And there was that yeah, yeah, horrible yeah. horrible woman that you knew. Uh, I'm sure she's not horrible, but she <laughs> know, said a horrible she, thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, or very dismissive thing. Yeah. In, 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 in a victim blaming. A victim blaming yeah. thing. So exactly. Yes, yeah, so I suppose for those people who, who haven't listened to Jay. Yes. Um it was it was after a case of I'd been um raped actually. I said sexual assault because rape yeah, is such a horrible know, word. We'll talk about I that. I said more. the R word in one in one episode because I was uncomfortable. Because just don't like that. saying it, yeah. yeah. But um anyway, it was after this incident and um she she knew both of us. Don't explain too much of it. They can go and listen. You to go Jay. and they go and listen to Jay for the full story yes, at the end. Anyway, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she said she she wasn't she wasn't very comforting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no. Hello, listeners. This is a special announcement. You can now find us at our brand spanking hey hey new website a to z with men dot com. That's a t o z with men dot com, where you can listen to all of the episodes buy some sexy merch and support us on Patreon or Patreon, especially if you want some secret squirrel access to our second opening the thesaurus for H to M released to subscribers only. Back to the show. Boop. I suppose I should. Yes, I'd say like to hear your story now. Uh, yes. So I've got actually two shorter stories Great. that are the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one I th- I've already kind of told this as, as an answer to your story just now yes. so there was um i was in a club it was one of the only times i've been to a sex club mm-hmm. um and there was a guy actually i think this was the same night because i went to this club a, a few times several years ago and anyway, yeah it doesn't matter so the first um guy was um he was kind of lingering and lounging around on a st- on one of the little stalls that you can mm-hmm. go into and he was attractive. I he was a bit older than me. He was definitely bigger than me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he was making eyes at me, and so I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll... yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Oh, looks good." <laughs> so um, I went in with him, and he was kissing me very, very forceful. He was very, okay. like obviously much, very much a dom, and I was like, "Okay, this is fine. I, I'm a bit of a sub, so this works mm-hmm. for me." And he uh, we did stuff. He stuck mm-hmm. his. Uh, penis in my mouth quite forcefully it was a little mm-hmm. bit too forceful actually um okay. the point where it was like it was hurting the back of my throat he was oh like thrusting God. like too hard mm-hmm. and um i kept trying to push my but he was just not he was he was actually was turning him on more right, right. um 
anyway, so um, and then he kept trying to turn me over and uh, fuck me. Yeah. And he was he didn't want to use a condom, and I and I and I kept being like I kept feeling him trying to push it in, mm. but I kept sort of like standing upright and saying no, I don't. Can you get a condom? Mm-hmm. He was like, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. And like every single time and he kept sort of saying and he showed me his um ring finger and he was like look i'm married and i was like what? that doesn't make me feel better no you're in a club <laughs> to have sex yeah so no and you're literally trying to have sex with me yeah 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 so no and also you're not a risk i am anyway so well exactly um, well he is a risk but i'm, well, I'm the one more at risk yeah. and um anyway he kept doing it and i said i just came around where i literally had to shout no wow. i've said no i've said no like Six times, you've not listened to me. I don't know why I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I walked away. But before that, I mean, the number of times, mean, honestly, he just kept, like, he tried it a few times, then he kind of let it go for a bit and then, like, stuck his dick back in my mouth and tried to, like, hurt me more doing that. Mm. I just kept thinking, why am I? And I was really not into it at that point. I'd completely lost my erection. I was completely not yeah, interested. Of and I, I just, I couldn't, I, I felt like I couldn't get away because mm-hmm. he was so big and he kept pushing me back down. And it was only through like, like clenching my, um, like muscles and mm-hmm. just like trying to stand back up again, like twisting myself away. Cause he hadn't like tied me up or anything, mm-hmm. but I was, I just had to get out. And of course he was behind a locked door and I literally had to like, the only way was to by shouting so that people around would like help if I couldn't get out the door. Oh my god! So it was that was terrifying. That is terrifying. On a similar, on a similar, um, it may have been the same night. Mm-hmm. There was a guy who just followed me around the club, and he kept sort of. And, I, and every time I'd sit down, he'd come up and he'd touch me, mm-hmm. and I, um, I think I allowed it a little bit at first because mm-hmm. it was dark and I was kind of horny, and I was like, okay, and was, I think I, he kissed me like briefly, and I was like, and then I was like, thank you, but no, and mm-hmm. I stood up and walked away. He literally followed me like a kind of lost child or puppy. And mm-hmm. every time I sat down, he'd sit next to me within 10 seconds and then try again. Um, he tried conversation. And when that didn't work, he just tried like tried to put his hands down my mm-hmm. pants or whatever. And I was just like, no, I really, I, I, I mean, no, like, yeah, no. Yeah. I went to stand near some other people. And I, again, it was like one of those situations. The only way I could was, was safe in that club was mm-hmm. by standing next to people or like making it impossible for this to be like a private problem yeah yeah like yeah. and that's such a, and that's such a weird situation because it's, it's a club the whole point yeah. was to kind of get with people and i i kept thinking i keep blaming myself for that i probably was like oh i, I might have allowed him I, I think i shouldn't have kissed him like i shouldn't have i did too much you know mm-hmm. and it goes back to that whole teen allergy of like yeah but i can i can change my mind i am allowed exactly. to say no exactly or i am allowed to like indulge someone a little bit but actually then turn around and say look i'm not interested anymore thank you yeah like there's yeah. nothing wrong with that exactly but i didn't feel i don't feel like that's true yeah i'm glad you said because I, I literally was reading your notes over your shoulder and literally <laughs> your notes saying probably allowed him too, too much. much yeah but that's such a I thing know. it's like we we say that to ourselves and we're told that by society by yeah. victim blamers yeah. who were like oh but if you led them on like if you hadn't if you just said no at the beginning and it's like well, no that actually wouldn't have made a difference and yeah. also like you say maybe i was okay with it at the beginning yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, I know. Oh. It's horrible. Isn't it horrible? I I just... Nobody understands, f- for some curious reasons, not a nobody, but only mm-hmm. people who've been through it understand. And I don't know. I don't understand. I, I don't get why it's so difficult to get that if you're if you're not... Why, why would you want to carry on doing something to somebody who clearly is not enjoying I it? I know. Why? I know. 
I know. And like your your first story you told, the thing of, I mean, awful, but like even before he tried to, you know, anally rape you, mm. like him putting his penis in too hard in your mouth and yeah. pushing him away and that turning him on more. Like if that is a, if that is a turn on for you, then you need, this needs to be a prearranged scene. Right. Exactly. And you need to know that that person is also turned on by yes. this. So yeah. if you're like, oh, I, I'm turned on by someone trying to push me away. Yeah. And then someone else is like, I'm turned on by pushing someone away and them ignoring pretending it. To fight and pretending to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Then it's like, then you know you're both into it. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. Exactly. But if you are actually just sexually assaulting someone. Yeah. I was going to say, like, there was no safe word anyway, and I yeah. could, there was nothing I could do because there was a dick in my mouth. This is exactly back to the conversation we had in K yeah. about um, setting up these scenarios. Like, if that's what you want to do because you mm-hmm. want to be rough, mm-hmm. like, you have to know, like, where the lines are with somebody else because yeah. if, you are, if you like it rough, you will get carried away yeah. without boundaries. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. And if you set up within the scene that no does not mean no, then you have to set up a word that does mean no. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I know, I know. Oh, that's horrific. Your second story. My second story. God, this episode is so... It's difficult, Actually, it's just difficult. Just before I go on to my second story, um, there's a book I think we both read called Don't, Call- Don't Hold My Head Down. Yes. Yes, I by have, yeah. Lucy... We'll I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, okay, but anyway, we'll, we'll insert it later. Okay. Um, where um, she talks a lot about um, doing workshops and things where she learns to say no and to hear no. It's Lucy Ann Holmes. Lucy Ann Holmes. There we go. Don't Hold My Head Down by Lucy Ann Holmes. Yeah. And I did find that, I found that very helpful because I was like, it's really good to know that someone else has been doing that journey. Yeah. And, and going from her, like, finding it, you know, impossible to hear no to be like, mm. uh, thank you for respecting your boundaries. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also finding it possible to say no to being like, I'm not comfortable with that. Yes. Let's not do that or try something else or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and, but even reading it, it felt challenging because I was like, oh, that sounds so difficult. <laughs> but the fact that, like, yeah. some Someone went from being like where I am now or where I was a few, you know, a while ago to like being able to do it. Yeah. It's really encouraging. Yeah. So can I just also mm-hmm. know, just on a completely aesthetic yeah. point, you're wearing a stripy red top, which is much match, I think matches the book cover. Isn't it stripy red and white? Oh, of the book? Book, yeah. Don't hold my head down. I'm pretty there sure. You there you go. It's, it's all meant to be. I know. <laughs> I know. Great reference. We'll, we'll post a picture. Post a picture. <laughs> so, uh, yes, my second story is about... the. Okay, so this was actually the first person I ever slept with. Yeah. So we slept together a bit. It had, you know, I've talked about it before. It hadn't been, it hadn't been fireworks, sure. but it had been, you know, fine. Yeah. Um, and I had trusted, I had genuinely trusted him. Mm-hmm. So, but then we stopped sleeping together that month. Yeah. Um... And I fell in love with someone else, and I slept with someone else, and da, da, da. um, and I explained that to him, which you know he didn't he, well, he didn't take it amazingly, but he didn't take it like super badly. Sure. But then one day I'd gone back to his flat because like you know staying with lots of other performers, and I was friends with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't there, and so I we all just assumed he was probably sleeping with someone at somebody else's flat. Right. Sure. So so um, me and my friends were like, well, we're not going to go home now; it's really late, so let's just stay here. So I was like, oh, I'll go in his bed. And then someone was like, oh, are you sure? Be careful. Like, what if he comes back? And I was like, he's not. It's fine. It's just him. Like, I know him. It's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went, to, I went to sleep in his bed. And then at, I don't know, four in the morning or something, yeah, he yeah. came back. And he got into bed. And I basically woke up with him, like, fingering me. Oh. And, I, and I was like, can you stop? Can you stop? Yeah. And he was like, and he just carried on. And again, it was just this thing of, like, I had to just repeatedly say... I don't want to do this. Can you stop? I want to sleep. 
we're not doing this anymore. Mm. And eventually he just got out of the bed in a half and like slept on like a sofa in the, in the room. Yeah. So, and, and it was like, I'm not, it was like, I won't even sleep in the same bed as you because you won't let me like finger you. Yeah. And, and that was like, again, it was like, I, I actually felt comfortable enough with him to repeatedly say no. Mm. And actually there are so many people that I wouldn't be able to do that with, but the fact I had to repeatedly say it. Yeah. And I, and the next morning I felt, I remember just feeling really cross like really mm. angry and being like that was so rude like just feeling like it was just like rude yeah. but not understanding at that point that it was sexual assault yeah. but like it was and it was just really you know crap of him yeah. and then later that month again i was hanging out with some friends he'd ended up joining us um and then we were all on our way back to our flat my, mine and my friend's flat and he was just like um he was basically walking along with us and everyone was like is he coming all the way back with us and I was sort of like oh, I don't really know how to tell him to go so he came all the way back with us and then everyone was like well we're going to bed and there were only really two double beds in the house and there were I think there were four of us all together including him mm. so the uh, the other two I was like I don't want to make them sleep in the same bed as him so I was like you guys sleep in there I'll sleep in bed with him because yeah. again because like, I still felt like, you know I, I still know him I'm still like yeah. uh, I suppose you've, you've successfully said no to him in the past in a sense so you kind of feel right. more able to deal with him maybe and, yeah and I also still feel like like he's someone I used to sleep with like I, we actually have a relationship yeah, of sorts I get, sort, I get so... the headspace to get to that yeah, right yeah, yeah. So, um, so I was like so anyway we got into bed and then eventually he just he started trying to like have sex sure. with me and I was like no I'm I know I was like I am serious I, I don't want to have and I had explained that to him already I was yeah, like I don't yeah. I really don't want to have sex with you anymore and he was like I know what you like because pr- prior to this when we had still been sleeping together together I said I liked the idea of being restrained okay yeah and he was like I know what you like and he like got on top of me and held my arms down and was like literally above me and my arms were pinned down and that was the the first time in my life and actually one of one of the only times in my life I yeah. genuinely feared for my physical safety yeah. in terms of like I couldn't move like I right. was yeah, pinned yeah, yeah. to the bed and he was above me and I was like I normally it's like someone talking me into doing something yeah, yeah. but this was like oh no you could just physically put your penis in me now and I was like I, and I just had to keep... I was like, no, I'm serious, I'm serious. Like, I want to sleep. And then he did get off me, and then we did go to sleep, and he didn't actually rape me. But mm. it that was so scary. Like, that mm. was... And and I do wonder sometimes if that has led to me being... Well, there are so many reasons I'm, I'm really, uh, like, can't resist coercion. Um, I'm really susceptible to coercion. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder a little bit if there's that thing of, like, well, in that instance, like he could have actually like physically <laughs> so he could have he could have physically done it and i couldn't have done anything mm. so maybe if i like agree to something before that point it's like not rape because i've agreed to it yeah i don't know you avoid a horrible i mean it's a horrible situation but yeah to you what to you feels like the worst of two options almost yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, because in, in the moment, in the moment, right? What, what, and and like, I think in my head, I still have it like rapists being like physically held down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. There's a, there's a specific thing about a very specific type of penetration in a very specific kind of way. Yeah. Um, whereas, of course, we, as we've discussed a few times, uh, it, it's it's far wider exactly. definition than that. Exactly. But yeah, it's still kind of like in my head that like okay, if if I yeah if I in some in some way agree to it or in some way have controlled or negotiated the situation yes. then it's not right yes but but it is but yeah. yeah yeah 
um okay i also wanted to say um that you know we, we spoke about him the first occasion mm-hmm. where he um came home late and uh, mm-hmm. he started fingering you and said mm-hmm. no and that of course that that is therefore obviously sexual assault but it's already sexual assault when the thing that he's done after you've not you're not agreeing to sleep with him anymore yeah you've already re- withdrawn that consent mm-hmm. previously mm-hmm. um for him to do that at all touch you in any way mm-hmm. without seeking consent in some way first mm-hmm. um you don't just find a body in your bed and start touching it that <laughs> no. is absolutely insane no, I don't. what I don't. goes on in your mind to I make know. you think that that is an acceptable way to behave is astronomically bizarre to me yeah so that was that's one thing yeah and just taking you can't just if someone says no to you you don't go i know what i'll make him say yes that's not I know it's, it's no. I know, and and it's it's again the thing of take. Okay, so it's taking. This is also going to kink, by the way. Sorry, mm-hmm. like every. This is another conversation that we had mm-hmm. like with with um, Bambi. Yeah, but like people using kink as like a kind of way of getting around consent mm. is yeah. not acceptable. No, absolutely unacceptable. No, it, it absolutely because it's it's like it's it was the thing of like I told him in confidence in a sexually intimate yes. moment that I liked being restrained in a sexual, yes. consensual yes. sense, to then say, you've said no, so I will restrain you yeah. so that I can forcefully have sex with you is an entirely different thing. Yeah. And I just don't understand how you can yeah. like marry those two things together because one is consensual and, commu- and communicating and, and mutual, and one is rape and assault yes, like I just yes. you know hashtag communicating and mutual communicating and mutual <laughs> um so I'm trying to find I'm trying so hard to find some light in these I'm not being fli- I'm not being glib no, to people no, I'm we're just, just trying, trying to, to, trying to... We're, we're very I'm sitting here frowning and, and, and <laughs> nodding like, a, like, down, a, just like, like uh, a therapist we're yeah. sort of, we are each other's therapists today yeah no. um my goodness. Okay, I suppose we're running over, so I should... Um, yes, can we hear your Yes, your so again, I've kind of got two shorter things. Mm-hmm. So I broke this down slightly differently, because the, the word no, we focused on specifically in that kind of consent sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to, first of all, just go back to my sort of slightly more comic uh, start <laughs> yes. to this uh, episode. Um, and I, I'm somewhat codependent, uh, not uncommon apparently in the gay community, um, mm-hmm. but um, I feel the very need to take care of other people and... Okay. Um, that means that I put other people's needs ahead of my own and therefore mm-hmm. I forget to eat, drink, sleep, other things yeah. um, before I take care of myself. If I've got the space to do those things, I will do them, but they will mm-hmm. come last on my priority mm-hmm. list. Okay. Um, so, um, example, like I can't say no to a cup of tea I don't want. Um, saying no to people like I'm, if I'm too tired to have sex, but they want to have sex, I will mm-hmm. not say, I find it hard to say no. Just right. a general point I want to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also referenced the kind of guy who did the DP in Italy um, yeah. And the f- night of five times. While that was amazing, God, I was exhausted. I had a flight the next day, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, I don't really want to. I kind of don't want to say no because I, again, but goes back to that sort of you don't want to, but you're kind of horny, mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. kind of like, but uh, you're, you're leaning towards no, mm-hmm. but someone is kind of just coercing you and touching you already without the consent. There, they're not asking you, can we do this again? They're kind of just doing it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's the first one. Yeah. Um, and the other... Anyway, that's actually, no, because the second story is completely different. It's a different tone. And I'm, it's bright. And it's a nice one to finish the... Oh, well, that's nice. ...episode on. Okay. So well, Comment on that first, Yes, comment on that. So, yes. um, okay, with that story, what struck me... Again, you know, this is horrible what people do. But um, yeah. the thing of, you've said yes once, therefore, mm. 
you're, you said yes forever always. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think this is the thing. And, and going back to the story, the second story I told is the thing of like, we did have sex. Therefore, every time we're in bed together, we, we can have sex. Yeah. You have said yes to sex always, even if you've withdrawn consent. Yeah. And I think there's the thing of like every time, like even if you're in like a long term relationship, every time you do anything sexual but i mean i say particularly with penetrative sex but anything sexual you need to establish that there's consent every time Mm, you just have to yeah my husband and i have have this conversation a lot Mm -hmm. because there's something about spontaneity but i think the time it takes to ask for consent is so little you can you can start kissing someone and then Mm -hmm. just say do you want to yeah yeah and then it's done yeah. Box ticked, you've got your consent. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you obviously yeah. communicate and obviously you're checking in with each other yeah. throughout anyway, um, or you should mm-hmm. be. And so it's done. It's easy mm-hmm. if you're in the habit of it. And I think maybe perhaps there's a problem with that. Perhaps people aren't in the habit of it. Yeah. Perhaps we're embarrassed yeah. to check for, to ask for consent yeah. or to get to, to agree to things or to mm-hmm. say no. Mm-hmm. And all of this is about this kind of like, let's can we break this down, please? Mm-hmm. Because actually it's causing... Mm-hmm. immense trauma and problems yeah and and just particularly if it's like a long-term trusting relationship or relationship we've yeah. very good communication consent doesn't have to be like shall we do no. sex things um so it, it can be like it can be more subtle than that or it yeah, can be it can more be almost like, non-verbal it can be non-verbal but it's like you just have to know and also there has to be the space for either of you to say Oh, can we stop now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's stop now. Like, like you, you could, you, one of you could, you know. I suppose is it um, how I met your mother, the, the naked man. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm not seen it. Where it. you just you walk into the room naked, um, <laughs> just go. and you just you and therefore like that's the kind of that is the offer. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah. There's no words in it. And, yeah. You know, by acceptance, you can take your clothes off. Yeah. Or you know, and that demonstrates that's obvious that you're yeah. into it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Making it clear without words is yeah. always needing to be like, yeah. please sign this consent form. That's not the point. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Or it's like you, you sort of ki- start kissing and then the other person rolls away. That's probably like not into it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, you know? yeah. Or the other person yeah. like grabs your head and is like... Mwah. Or just um, what I do often is like, um, if <laughs> I'm not into it, I'll just like move my head to like rest on shoulder or neck. That means exactly. like, I just want to cuddle right now and yeah, be close. Exactly. I don't want sex right now. Exactly. That's what that means. But if, it, if I'm into it, I'm like tongues grinding yeah exactly (laughs) thrust forward (laughs) engage so there there are different ways of of giving and and giving consent but it is you know you just have to be listening for those yes yeah um another story Mm -hmm. quickly is um about a time when i feel like i shouldn't have said no i was in italy and i was invited to um a hilltop in the village that i was staying okay with a guy that i liked Mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, just I'm um, going up there. We're gonna have a few drinks with some friends, and then we're gonna stay around. And if you want mm-hmm. to, and it was basically the idea was that we would stay out a bit longer than everyone else. Okay. And I said no, and partly the reason I said no was because again, it was one of those situations where I had to leave the next morning, mm-hmm. and I was really tired. It was gonna be early. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna get enough sleep. Stupidly, I mean, I went back. It was already late. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't gonna get sleep anyway. I don't know. I fe- it felt like I think I think he was new to gay experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to be his, like, first, and I kind of partly didn't want to do that. But mm-hmm. then 
looking back at it, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, maybe I should have just said yes because yeah. I really liked him and it would have been nice for both of us. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's one of, he's one of those experiences that I often look back on. Mm-hmm. This is completely different tone to the whole yeah, rest yeah, of this yeah. episode, by the way. This is one of those kind of like distant memories. But what yeah. I do, what I do take away from it is that in my head, that's always a lovely little pretty, oh. pretty anime style fantasy almost yeah. of like something that could, that, never was and could never be yeah. but is like a nice little pretty little um, happy place that's really sweet like an imaginary happy place that's quite nice I actually something a little bit similar I did actually sleep with this person mm-hmm. but um, it, it was it was in Paris it's either in the casino or in Paris and it was it was just this like couple of days and nights of just like amazing beautiful mm. romantic blissful like romance and sex yeah. and then and then as i was leaving and then i remember and i, like, I woke up at his uh, little flat and he was sitting on the edge of the bed with his laptop open looking up flights yeah and i was like what are you doing and i was like and he was like well you know you said you have to get the eurostar and i thought maybe you could Aww. fly back later and i could get you a flight Aww. home later and i was like no i have to go back and i've always slightly regretted that oh that's like, so sweet. I know. But again, it is, it is, it was like a perfect romance. Yeah. And perhaps if I'd stayed longer, it wouldn't have been as perfect. Yeah. Or, or it would have been, but either way, still you, you, you never know. But I'll I suppose because know. you'll never know, yeah. that's a nice, that's always a nice memory. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, Aww. so. What a lovely place to finish on after such a, after such a, <laughs> it's a nice bit of medicine from our horrible, not horrible, but like our traumatic. Traumatic. Yeah. 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 It's like triggering, uh, <laughs> Slightly. content today. yes yeah exactly, yeah exactly thank you for staying with us everybody and we hope that that's thank uh, you so much and like yeah a refreshing mint to the main course <laughs> to the main course of but um but yeah honestly we i mean you know it's such a huge topic and and we we'd love to hear your takes on it as yes. well you know anything you have to add or share Indeed. as always please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts but remember, you can always say no. You absolutely can. Yes. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are everywhere at A to Z with men. That's A T O Z with men. Uh, also, you can email us at A to Z with men at gmail.com. That's A T O Z with men at gmail.com. Yes, please do get in touch and let us know if you've been moved or interested by anything that you've heard in this episode, um, or if you had any of your own thoughts or advice on how all of us can be more comfortable with saying and hearing no. Yes, please. Mm. Uh, very grateful for that. Uh, or if you think that we've missed something, um, we, of course, reserve the right to respectfully decline. We do. <laughs> Until next time. Goodbye, and thanks for listening. You're about to journey through a novel of nymphomania, an opus of orgasms, a prospectus of passion, a quota of quickening pulses, a register of... I can't do that. I have to start again. (laughs) It was going so well. I know. (laughs) So, Jacinta, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of no? The first thing that comes to mind... Should I, should I ask the question again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Jacinta, what's the first thing?